Good morning, everybody. We've got a lower trade in the grain markets here early on Wednesday morning. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. December corn futures down two and three quarters at 5.70 and a quarter. January soybeans down three cents at 12.53 and a quarter. December Chicago wheat down three quarters of a cent at 7.90 and three quarters. Um, December Kansas City wheat down three and a quarter at 7.95. December spring wheat down six and a half at 10.69. If you guys are listening on the podcast, uh, appreciate it. Leave me a rating or review. If you're watching on YouTube, guys, keep those comments coming. Uh, had a ton of comments regarding uh, crop updates, harvest updates yesterday. If you have some updates on harvest progress in your neighborhood, uh, let me know. If you have updates on the cash market in your neighborhood, let me know. Uh, keep the conversation going. It is certainly a positive. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the channel here on YouTube. Uh, if you have not already, like these videos, turn on the notifications so you will be made aware when these videos uh, are posted. If you need some additional assistance from me, guys, check out my website, standardgrain.com. Click on Grain Marketing Plan, $49.99 a month. A ton of information from me. Uh, no obligation. Cancel at any time. Won't try to sell you anything else, I promise. Uh, we had a reversal to the downside in the grain markets yesterday. And uh, in regard to the corn market in particular, I think a lot of this had to do with, with the technical picture here. And when I say technicals, I mean charts. Um, there was not any one big piece of fundamental news that caused the market to reverse. But the December corn uh, chart looks like this. If you're watching, we went up and it essentially tagged um, a very old trend line that came off of the uh, uh, contract highs back in May and we reverted lower. So you went up into some technical resistance, uh, reverted back lower. This is not a death sentence by any means for the corn market, but maybe we'd become a little bit overdone to the upside short term. And uh, some of the technical indicators were uh, certainly overbought short term. So a pullback here uh, would be totally normal and, and really probably healthy. Now, if, if you're looking at the chart on my screen here, I've got this regression channel on my screen that's been in place since May, and it's been gradually trending downward, uh, you know, to sideways, and we're at the very extreme upper end of that. So do we revert back into this channel and and stick with that? Uh, we could very well do that. Uh, the midpoint of this channel would be somewhere around 520 or maybe a little bit below that in regard to December corn futures, the nearby contract. The lower end would be down, you know, well in the into the fours, 480, 470, 460, somewhere there. So for the moment, we bumped into some stiff resistance. I don't think, again, there's one big like fundamental factor that resulted in that sell-off yesterday. But uh, we got a little bit of follow-through selling uh, here this morning. We got some rains that will return to the Corn Belt next week. Now, um, the next seven days are still going to be pretty dry, and I've talked about this here the last couple of days. This is the next seven days on my screen here in terms of precipitation for the Corn Belt and, and for the whole country. Very, very little rain uh, for the Corn Belt, for the Plains, Northern Plains, Southern Plains, uh, Eastern Corn Belt. Every, everybody's going to be pretty dry here for the next seven days. Now, you go out to next uh, Wednesday, and you're going to start to see some rain come back in to the eastern part of the Dakotas, uh, Minnesota, uh, Northern Iowa, actually a lot of Iowa, some of Missouri some of Illinois, Indiana. So Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, next week and beyond, uh, you will see some rains return. And that extended forecast has turned a little bit wetter as well. Six to 10 day uh, odds favoring above normal precipitation, eight to 14 day odds favoring above normal precipitation. So 
This could again present some issues for farmers who are trying to wrap up row crop harvest. I think this is also an issue for farmers um, in the Midwest who are attempting to complete winter wheat planting. Uh, the SRW crop in particular, uh, things have been pretty slow. There's talk about you know issues regarding uh, excessive moisture. Um, in regard to winter wheat planting in those areas, the Southern Plains is going to be fine, but uh, the, the SRW crop in the Midwest is perhaps a, a little bit of a concern given the wet weather that we've had and given the fact that you've got some more rain coming back in. The Brazilian currency is approaching all-time uh, lows versus the U.S. dollar. Traders are skeptical that the Brazilian government can handle inflation, which has surged. The inflation rate in Brazil is running north of 10%. Uh, the reason that they're having this uh, inflation, it's a lot of the same stuff that we have going on here. Um, they were very aggressive with uh, COVID stimulus plans, huge social spending plans that have resulted in turmoil. They had a bunch of government officials essentially resign in Brazil because of this stuff. Uh, the government hiked rates, I think last week, the central bank interest rate in Brazil is 7.75%. Most analysts believe that another rate hike comes next month. It'll be 9 to 10%, if not higher than that. So they have a spending problem in Brazil. And, and when you're a country like that and you are not the global reserve currency like we are here in the United States, uh, stuff like this happens. Now, this is of concern to us because the currency relationship between uh, the Brazilian currency and the U.S. dollar is important when it comes to exports. Brazil, of course, is our biggest competitor when it comes to soybean exports in particular. So when their currency is very weak, uh, that's a negative factor uh, for U.S. soybean export potential, especially when you consider the fact that Brazil had a record crop this year. They're in the process of planting record acreage, and um, they could very easily, uh, in all likelihood, will harvest a record crop next year uh, in soybeans. The dollar is about 3% from all-time highs versus the Brazilian real this morning. Chinese government has told families to keep daily necessities in stock ahead of winter. Uh, they do this uh, fairly often. The government in China is always urging the, its citizens to to do this or that. But but at this point in time, you've got COVID breakouts. They had unusually heavy rains that have caused a surge in vegetable prices, according to one uh, news source I read this morning, raising concern about supply shortages, food shortages. Um, the comments in China immediately triggered concern regarding tensions with Taiwan. And I'm not, if there was any sort of conflict there, I have no idea what would happen. Uh, the U.S. government has been very wishy-washy on how uh, they would handle this. Biden said one thing. Uh, the White House press secretary said another thing in regard to Taiwan. Um, I don't exactly know what would happen, but uh, that's some of the concern going around. U.S. stock market posted fresh all-time highs again yesterday. The S&P, the Dow, the NASDAQ, even the Russell 2000, the small cap index, all closed at all-time highs. Earnings season has been better than expected. A lot of companies did note uh, in their earnings report that these supply chain restrictions and bottlenecks are an issue, but most of them have been able to raise prices and uh, uh, therefore offset the related price increases at the uh, producer level. So this is all part of your inflation story here. Uh, government policy remains generally positive, although we should hear an announcement from the Fed today following their two-day meeting regarding tapering. They may start tapering as early as this month, and that's a separate issue uh, from 
interest rates. If they start to taper asset purchases, that's one thing. Interest rates and hiking interest rates is a totally separate thing, according to the Fed. The interest rate hike expected to happen uh, second half of 2022, um, the timing we're not quite sure of. We will see an ethanol report from EIA later this morning. Last week's print was the second best on record, 1.106 million barrels per day. You should see another very strong print this week. Ethanol production margins are very strong. More physical corn has, of course, become available in the U.S. as harvest pushes forward. I think strong bids via the ethanol industry in particular are responsible for some of the abnormally strong basis levels uh, in corn that you've seen around the country. You know, basis is is not supposed to be strong uh, during harvest, but we've seen a lot of that and, and some phenomenally strong basis levels in isolated cases. Cattle market had a really good day yesterday. Uh, Monday was a, a weird day. We had that, <clears throat> I discussed like the flash crash in the feeder cattle market late in the day and, and a sell-off in the fat cattle as well. Got a lot of that back yesterday. Uh, some of these feeder cattle contracts were 3 to $4 higher yesterday. Fat cattle, uh, more than a dollar higher. There was some better cash trade yesterday too. 128 in Texas, Kansas, Nebraska, and some isolated stuff in the north at 130. So uh, we could certainly use the improvement in that cash market. Outside markets this morning, the US dollar is marginally lower. Stock market's off a little bit. The S&P down three. The Dow's off 45. Bonds up a little bit. Precious metals mixed. Crude oil is down $1.78, 82.13 in the December WTI. Everybody have a great day today. I'll talk to you guys same time tomorrow.